All right, hello, party people. Thanks again for joining us. Special edition podcast. Be, this will be the last one yep. as we are the gangs back together mm-hmm. on Tuesday. We're done with the surgeries and, and done all with my, the flights. All my flights are absolutely going to be on time. And no there's going to be no issues at no all. Doubt. And no I'm doubt. not going to land at 2 a.m. And everything's <laughs> going to be fine. And Tuesday morning is going to be glorious. And I'm not worried about it at all. <laughs> not not even a little bit. We're gonna run a little bit of a, a little bit of a mailbag here. Yeah, uh, I've got some last leftover episode. questions. Yeah, I've got yeah. a few questions here too. I got uh, I got a nice email from Ben actually. He said I meant to send this to you guys earlier, but I wanted to throw this in. Um I'll start with this one. Did you sure. guys ever were you ever on the receiving end or did you pull a grad prank? So I I never did a grad prank, but there is one prank that I did. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I think I did it on April Fool's. Mm-hmm. And now that I look back and I'm like, eh, that was kind of a dick thing, but mm-hmm. whatever. I was a teenager. And so I would, I went around and yeah. I poured maple syrup all over door handles oh. of classrooms. Oh, that's kind of a dick thing I to don't, do. I don't even know why, but yeah. I thought it would be funny. Okay. So I did. And then I put some in the, um, uh, hand drying station as well. Okay. And I put, I, you know, you can turn it so it's upside down. I yeah. put it in that. And then, so when somebody came and turned it, it shot maple syrup all over their hands. Oh. Real asshole move. Yeah, but, kind of. Yeah, eh, but it happened. Yeah. So either way. But the funny thing about it was, I I was like a part of the student council stuff and all this kind of stuff. Yep. So at one point, one of the teachers came to me and said, Matt, there is somebody putting maple syrup all over the handles. <laughs> We're putting together a team to catch them. They're putting a team together. Will you help us? And I said, absolutely, oh, I will. Oh, man. And so I stopped doing it. Yeah. And they just assumed that the team they put together was so strong. Yeah, that they scared them into this, hiding. Yeah. Yeah. And the maple syrup <laughs> bandit never struck again. That was me. North I, Delta uh, Senior Secondary. Uh, I was the maple was syrup me. bandits. <laughs> it was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me all along. Um, I organized a team of drivers and about 30 of my fellow graduates to run through two rival schools during their lunch breaks wearing only jock straps. <laughs> I organized... Uh, oh, my. How many people? I organized six drivers and... Maybe more. Whoa. Six drivers and, like, 20 to 30 grads. Dude. And on a Wednesday afternoon with uh, BSS for Brookswood Secondary School <laughs> and 03 written across our cheeks. No. I got my mom to write the 03 on my cheeks that morning <laughs> before I went to school. Did, we, she, uh, did she ask why you were doing it? Yeah, I said why we were doing it. And she was like, okay. She was like, okay, great. Well, someone's got to write it. I can't do it. So I got her with a Sharpie to write the 03 on my cheeks. A Sharpie? Yeah. How long did that take to come off? Well, a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> so Mom, we, uh, scrub my ass. Yeah. Can you get, get back there? I, I did that part myself, <laughs> I think. Um, so, yeah, and we, wow. uh, yeah, so we ran through. Um, everything went super well. Uh, a few of us had a garbage can chucked at us. So fuck you, Poppy, uh, for, not having, for not having a sense of humor about it. Um, and then a couple weeks, or maybe this is later that week, the Friday or so, uh, there was like an announcement came over the PA, and all grade twelve students were called to the theater, and our principal walked out on stage holding a jock strap. That's great. And I was just like. Like this is yeah. this is our doing. He said like a couple things. He's like one, you guys didn't disrupt any learning and you didn't destroy any property. So for that, kudos. Yeah. But two, 
you drove away like assholes. And like like so, like yeah. people were like getaway driving, yeah. right? Because we yeah. were getting from like one yeah. school to <laughs> that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. they were concerned about some of that stuff. But yeah. we got away with it and it was pretty legendary. You, and you didn't get uh No, I didn't get suspended or anything like that. No. And I like I literally had sign up sheets. I had sign up sheets, I had a date and everything. It's when wow. I figured out I think I was good at organizing events. Yeah. Yeah. That is a hell yeah. of an event to organize. Yeah. And he's wow. like grade 12 students, right? Like wrangling cats. Yeah. 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 And, but everyone was in. Everyone was in. So this is the time to do it. Any ladies? Oh, we had the ladies that are drivers. Those were our drivers. Oh. So we had 30 dudes in jock straps. So we had the, 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 the we had to have getaway drivers. Were, you, were our, you like, our ladies. the anticipation as you were pulling up must have been like, Well, oh like, as you God. like pull up, we all had like robes, like morning coats and stuff on. Yeah. And we kind of like all look at each other as we're all out of the car. It's like, holy shit, are we actually going to do this? And it was yeah. just like, robes off, like charge into the breach. And we all charged in. And then, yeah, ran through the cafeteria and then ran back out into Man. the waiting vehicles and then booked it to the next school and then ran through and did it there too and then booked it back to Brookswood, got dressed, sat down for third period and just, boop, <laughs> dummy up. That is hilarious. That's yeah, really good, man. I know. Wow, man. Yeah. Impressive now thinking about it, actually. It's really impressive time, thinking about it. I was just trying it. to make a stamp, but yeah. It's really impressive. Worked out good. Think about and then it. the jockstrap became like a thing, like for the rest of the year. Like we went like our grad ski trip, and yeah. I brought it with me, and I went tobogganing in my jockstrap. Is like a fun thing. It's yeah. like, like a, a tribute back to it. And a bunch yeah. of people brought theirs. Yeah, it's fun. A lot, wow. of nudity, a lot of nudity. Wow. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah. It's good. Wow. Um, okay. Some of the other things we, you know, we did, um, we did the snack draft mm-hmm. when we had Jonathan in with That's us. That's right. Yep. And somebody said you guys ragged on Jonathan so hard for mm-hmm. his choices, which yeah. they sucked. They were bad. Terrible. Yeah, jelly beans. Yeah, terrible. But then somebody said, "Why don't you guys? Mm-hmm. I think they mean us. Rank and do a draft of the best sweets and desserts." Ooh, okay. So why don't we just really quickly? Sure. So like I'm talking like just treats, treats okay. of some kind. All right. And I'll give you first pick. Okay. This is on the spot here. Um, sweets and desserts. So we're like, like we're talking like like bag candy. We're yeah. talking about dessert stuff. We're talking whatever. Yeah, like, I'll, yeah. I'll let you just just let's just see what happens. Out there. Pick what you want. Uh, give me some fuzzy peaches. That's your very first. Sure. If you could have anything at all, I have like if I, when I go to the I go to the movies and I got the, like the yeah. pick a bag of candy from that thing. Yeah. It's either fuzzy peaches or almond M and M's. Okay. Are my, those are my two. But also like this, you could be at Walmart, right? Like yeah. It could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Well, I like the uh, those like drumstick uh, ice cream bars. Okay. So you yeah, gonna, the, I'll do the drumstick. You're gonna lock in a drumstick? Sure. Okay. It's too much pressure. <laughs> Why'd you drop this on me right now? Then we're ranking shit. I was gonna just say ice cream. Like a so, bo- it's so a, general. A bo- yeah, fair. That's, that's the one thing I didn't like about the draft. Yeah. It's like I want like I want like brands Specifics? and choices. Sure. That's yeah. totally fine. It's like I can say chips and it's like, well, this spectrum of are we talking pita chips? Are we talking, like the spectrum of chips is yeah. so wide. Yeah. It's a pie chart. Like okay. it's a full circle. So I like like uh, you know me. Yeah. I like to narrow in. Yeah. Okay. Right down so you're to going the, you'll go with the drumsticks. Yeah, the, the drumstick gimmick. Yeah. I like okay. Those. Then I'll just can I just choose a bowl mm-hmm. of the peanut butter kind of moose tracks type sure. ice cream. That's fine. Can I do that? You can. Okay, yep. so like a peanut butter cup ice cream. That's okay. what I'll say. Uh, then second pick, I'm going to go with a cherry sundae from Avondale Dairy yeah. Bar. Okay. For my second pick, I think I'm going to go with a chocolate chip cookie. Just a straight ahead chocolate chip uh, cookie. Doesn't overly matter to me what uh-huh. kind. Yeah. Like even just when you go to like a Sobeys and you mm-hmm. get that like plastic thing of yeah. like you know 12 co- like yeah that 
that. Like I want, I want the fresh baked one. I'm not talking like Oreos. Those you want are like fine. the nice, like kind of like soft one. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like yeah, a yeah, fresh yeah, yeah. bake mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookie is what you. I would choose as number two. Um, three. You know those little mini cheesecakes you can get? Yeah. A little tiny, like almost like bite size, like even like three or four bite cheesecakes. Yeah. I like those. I'm gonna go with a gummy candy as my number three. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, I would say one of my favorite gummy candies mm-hmm. is the green frogs. Oh, yeah, I sure. love those like things. like the marshmallow on the underside? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I love the green frogs. Although, I don't think I would, even though they're probably my favorite candy, I still don't know if i take them in the snack drop. Yeah. Maybe that means they're not my favorite I candy. I think that's what that means, yeah. Maybe. I would. I have a tough time choosing between sour keys mm-hmm. and the uh, sugary Coke bottles. Coke bottles. I love Sugary Sour keys Coke hurt bottles. your mouth after a point. Yeah, the Coke, fair, bo- the right? Coke bottles rule, man. But when you can get just one large sour key, that's fun. That's an elite. Just walk when down you, the street. When candy you get like the two dollar like mixed cup from Seven yeah. Eleven and has the one big sour key in there, it's always a nice. My treat. favorite thing growing up. Save it. Whenever I would walk to the corner store to get yeah. a bag of chips and a pop, I would get one giant sour key to eat on, on the, the way, walk home. On the way home. Oh, oh my you're god, just love cruising. It. So, but okay, number three, I'll go with the I'll go with the sugary sure. cola, cola bottles. I'm gonna go with my fuzzy peaches at number four here. Okay, throw those in now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then my number four, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go donuts. You a donut? Yeah, like oh. Yeah. Again, it's very okay. A honey cruller donut because sure. that's my favorite. Good, that's go. my favorite donut. Good. I love a honey cruller donut. What's uh, your favorite donut? I'm I'm an apple fritter guy. Yeah. Apple fritter. Yeah. I love the <laughs> you know the like the vanilla with like just the sprinkles on top that yeah. nobody likes in the box. First one I take out of the box. Yeah. I like it. What I <laughs> yeah. I'll say this by the way. Speaking of Starbucks, not that I think many people are going to Starbucks for donuts, uh-huh. but they have an old fashioned donut. Do they really? And if you get them to heat that up. Oh yeah. It's a thing, eh? It's it's a thing not a lot of people know. Also, their cookies, if you get them to heat it up, like in their oven, yeah. they do their sandwiches in. You, you know what I miss about not coming to the office? Mm. The occasional time where somebody will just like bring a dozen Tim Hortons donuts, yeah. and they're just on a box in the kitchen. Do you think and, that's done? And you're, and you're like, yeah, it might be your gauge of how long that's been there. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. Do you think that's done? I don't know. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. You come on. We have to be at the point where we can go and grab a donut and take it back to your workspace and eat it. I hope so. Has to be. I want it to be. I'm Has just, to be. I'm just asking the question. The full potluck might be a little bit coming. Yeah. But a box of donuts, God damn it. Uh, Daryl's uh, Daryl's package. Yes. In the kitchen, there's maple package. cookies. Is there? Yeah. We can have some of those. Yeah, after you can grab this. one of those on the way yeah, out. Yeah. Good. I had some today. Mm. Uh, question here. It said, Carl, where did your love of wrestling start hmm. and come from? And mm-hmm. how has it grown throughout the years? So the, man, the earliest, like the earliest route that I can put it to, uh, my, when I was, uh, I was born in 85, which is like, like I was born three weeks before the very first WrestleMania took place. Wow. Is that how it started then? Uh, you so knew. In I your don't know. Bones. Man, there was in something, I've got a bunch of like March 85 birthday guys around that area and all of us are, are wrestling fans. That's funny. I don't know what it is. My buddy Darcy, guys like that, it's a bunch of us. Anyways, um, so when I was, I was very young and I remember my dad's friend, Russell, Hunky Russ, ah, you know Hunky Russ from my bachelor yeah. party? Russ. Russell gave me my first wrestling figure and it was a Jimmy Superfly Snooka LJN like from the like series one of the 1984 figures from the WWF that they that they that they released, and it was out of the package. It was loose. Just here is a thing I found it somewhere, and I was like, 
this figure is really cool. Like that's my earliest memories. Get, and, really? I'm, and I'm like, I was probably younger than two when I received but that. But you remember it. I remember. It's stuck I, I, with I know you. that it was my first wrestling toy that I ever received. Before you keep going, do you think things would have still got to the level they are now without yeah. that? I have no idea. Yeah. Because uh, again, like when we where where I grew up and where we had uh, like very limited access to wrestling tapes, wrestling on TV, I had a very short window to watch stuff. So like the toys and the magazines and renting tapes from the store were as much uh, as I grew up with it and brought me into it as, like more than anything else. So that's how I really kept up, and that's mm. how I was, you know, falling in love with it. Was was really through the toys, yeah, and through that LJN line at every single one of them, everyone. And then when did you start watching? I mean, as soon as like there was, there's not a time that I remember where right. I was not yeah. watching wrestling. Yeah, I remember my my three hours on Saturday. I would sit down. My parents could do anything. They could go off and have sex or cut the lawn or leave the house, <laughs> and I would be right back there. They had um. There was All Star Wrestling that was shot in uh, in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, that was on from twelve to uh, like it was, uh, from one to two, yeah. or twelve to one, something like that. Yeah. And then there's uh, we'd get Stampede, Stampede Wrestling, and this was the rebirth of Stampede Wrestling after Stu had reopened after Vince had gone back on the deal that they had set up when he bought sure. the Stampede territory the first time. So like Brian Pillman was there, Owen Hart was there, Bruce Hart was there. Um, like the Bulldogs had come back, Davy Boy and Dynamite Smith, uh, Dynamite Kid, and then it was, and then it was like wrestling superstars or Maple Leaf wrestling or whatever with Billy Red Lions and Don't You Dare Miss It from uh, from <laughs> no idea what you're talking from, about from WWF, and yeah. they get the hour of you know squash matches. You get yeah. Kamala beating Barry Horowitz in 30 seconds, and yeah. then you get a promo, and then you get backstage with Mean Gene, and that was the kind of stuff. But I remember, like I remember being very very young and sitting on my dad's chest while he was asleep on the couch watching saturday night's main event yeah at like 11 30 on a saturday night and like <laughs> just straining to stay awake and it was only on once every once every like six weeks and like we didn't like have like a tv guide really so it was just like i'm just guessing yeah and i just try and stay up on saturday night praying that wrestling might be on yeah and that was that was it. Yeah, I just always just always 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 there's wild. pictures of me at every birthday. I would say from like two, three, four, and I'm always with wrestling toys. Yeah. There's pictures of me camping at Cultus Lake, and I'm not three years old, and I have a wrestling magazine upside down in front of me. Yeah, that's how I learned to read. Yeah, I know what a pic. I know what a pile driver looks like, and on the caption, I know that's Paul Orndorff doing it. So okay, Paul Orndorff hits, uh, you know. Dan Spivey with a pile driver. And like I was yeah. I would read through it. That's would, wild. And I would and I would like I would I'd sit down with my grandma, my dad's mom, and I would read through the magazine and show like all these guys. And I'm like, I know this guy and I know what he does. I know this guy, I know what he does. And she'd go to my mom and be like, he doesn't know all this stuff. Mom's like, no, like he's not bullshitting you. Like he knows <laughs> everybody that he's talking about there. Like he knows who Don the Rock Morocco is and he's explaining it to you. Just... He knows who the fabulous Ruchos are. Like yeah. he's, he's explaining to you what he knows. That is wild. Yeah. I, I was really into, I got into wrestling in the mid 90s, yep. right when the Attitude Era started. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, pro- I would say probably 95, 96 is when I started. Yeah. Watching. So you got like the Shawn Michaels title reign. Yeah. Like the, bo- like the boyhood dream kind of thing. Shawn Michaels was my first favorite wrestler yeah, yeah. i loved that stuff him yeah. and brett were it was great yeah. then when
when The Rock and Stone Cold started to, sure. that's when it really blew up. That um, that summer of 97, when they did the Canada versus U.S. rivalry, yeah. where Brett had the Heart Foundation, and then he'd come to the States and he'd get booed terribly. And then he'd come back home to Canada as this hero, and they had that great event in Calgary, and they had all these stuff. They had like they were doing Raws in like Nova Scotia. Yeah. Like they just had all these Canadian dates because they were still doing good business in Canada. That summer when I was 12 was like, I associate that yeah. so clearly with that angle that came around and finished, obviously, with the Montreal thing. Yeah. And then after that, like, that was the seeds, I think, that planted, and then everybody got into it from there forward, yeah. right? The Austin thing really kicks off in that run, and then 98, they hit the ground running. You should see the smile on Carl's face <laughs> as he talks about this. It's incredible. Let me ask you this, because I had a buddy yeah. who he's really into, like, uh, magic, like magic gathering, like oh, yeah. ma- doing magic cards, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I know like play. Yeah, So yeah. he's really, really into that. And it's kind of, the, when he was a kid and a mm-hmm. teenager, it wasn't cool at all. Mm-hmm. He got mercifully made oh, fun yeah. yes. for doing it. Yep. It is a lot different now. Yeah. And everybody finds their niche now. Yeah. Especially and, with the internet. But and stuff. like and you know, like they say being nerd being oh, a yeah. nerd is cool and all this kind oh, of stuff, yeah. right? And he was like, When I was growing up, like I, I got called a nerd oh, and it wasn't good. Man, and, I yeah. And so uh, what I'm working towards is he he says I actually uh hate that it's cool now. Yeah. Because I went through so much bullshit yeah and this is bs i think i felt that way during the attitude era yeah because i grew up like the like like the post hogan wwe years when it was really down yeah right like the 92 93 and everyone 94. thought you were a loser for yeah liking like you're, it. you're the you're little fat kid who wears a legion of doom sweater to school and you're yeah. not good at like i got shit on a ton yeah a ton and then yeah you get to highs like my high school year grade eight was like 98 99 so, like, the Austin thing had hit that previous spring. He'd won his first belt. It'd come all the way around, and everybody's wearing DX shirts. Everybody's wearing Austin 316 shirts. Everybody's wearing NWO shirts. Yeah. And there was a little bit of that, man, fuck you guys. <laughs> I just took 10 years of heaping shit. Yeah. And then in two years, everybody, you know, WWE buys WCW, things cool off again, and everybody goes back out into the ether. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. it's it, I felt that way then. Not so much now. If and people like, if people get into it now, you're not like I'm ah, and he's, and you enjoy what you enjoy, man. Yeah. And if it, if 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 it's something that grows the audience now, I think that's a good thing. Because I got really out. Of, I was in wrestling. I was definitely that one who was in from I want to say '96 yeah. to probably like '02. Yeah, probably '02. Right? Yeah, yeah I, was, I would say yeah. I had a run there, and then. What WWE was doing, I was like, "This is gross. I don't yeah. really enjoy this anymore." No. The May Young giving birth to a hand and like, see, that was in the that was in '99. That was like was that, that was right 99? in that was right in the window there. Oh, yeah. Okay, then yeah. then yeah, maybe but, that yeah. was in there. But, but there, there was, there was, was other the, stuff. Oh, the yeah, Triple H the, and Kane. Yeah, where they did thing. the thing with the trips and the corpse and the yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh yeah, there's like they started doing some things where I was like, I don't enjoy this anymore. There was and, and I got out. <laughs> I always ask that my, like my 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 standard is yeah. if somebody else walked into the room. And saw what I was watching right now, would I be very embarrassed? Yeah. And WWE crossed that line and continues to. Yeah. Uh, pretty frequently, but for a while there, from that like '02 to '06, where they kind of lost their way post attitude, yeah. but still wanted to be edgy, 
was so some of it was so bad. I would dip in every once in a while, but then I, I fell out. But now Eric it, Bischoff teasing hot it, lesbian action. <laughs> Remember that? I don't. I not off the top of my Good. head. No. <laughs> but now AEW is brought a different alternative, and I I just I've yeah. fallen back in love with it because it's a lot of fun. And people always go, oh, it's fake, and oh, it's all set up. It's it's essential. It's sports and yeah. it's the like a it, it's a play. It, I found out it was fake when I was five. Yeah, everyone. That's not the point. I like didn't it's care. it's. Have you ever gone to see a movie? Yeah. That's what the, it's a live action movie. Yeah. But either way, I'm not here to tell people that they should like it because <laughs> no. whatever you don't like, you, you don't do, like you it. Do. It's your but thing. It's your thing. I, and especially the kids have made it, and we've yeah. talked about this before. It's so much fun watching it with yes. my kids. Yeah. Because they just it's everything you want from fan. They hate the bad guys. Yes, they do. And they love the good guys. Yeah. And they don't see any other thing. It's totally black and white. To they, them. And, and but that's and and it's great because you go, oh, this is what wrestling's meant to be. But I love the conversation you had with Emma. You told me about off air the other day. Yeah, Adam Cole, who's made the, his debut in yeah. AEW now. Yeah. He's a very handsome dude. Yeah. He's a hand, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. He's charisma just pouring out of him. And he said, Emma said to you, I know he's like bad, but like I kinda wanna Yeah. I kinda wanna cheer him. She's like, he's got the coolest music, he's got the Adam Cole baby thing. And that was that to me when I was a kid yeah. was the Heart Foundation. Yeah. I couldn't get over how cool Brett <laughs> Brett and Jim looked yeah. in their sunglasses, the hair, the pink and black tights. Like I was just like, these guys are the coolest dudes in the world. I don't care that Jimmy Hart used his <laughs> megaphone to screw over the Bulldogs. Like I, yeah. I'm on board with the Hearts, and they were Canadian too, right? Or yeah. Jim's, you know, married to Canadian, whatever. Yeah. I was like, they were my guys, and yeah. it was the first like, oh, like. I know they're bad, but I like these guys. So this had nothing to do. I thought maybe there was a touch of like father's approval, uh-huh. and that's why you were into wrestling. But it wasn't no, that at all. No, there was no one. It wasn't like you hear from a lot of people. Oh, my dad was into it, or I'd watch it with my grandma or whatever. Yeah. There was not a single person in my family who watches professional wrestling, and to this day, yeah, there's not like there's not there's no like my dad doesn't, my mom doesn't, sister doesn't. There's I have I have one cousin, my cousin Taylor, yeah, um, watches and keeps up with stuff, and I keep in touch with him about it. But no, like it was just it was a totally solo venture, and it was so much of it was just the presentation, yeah, the way the ring looked, uh, the way like I, I wanted to know how everything worked, yeah, how do they build that, how do they put it together, why do they travel so much. What are these guys like? All that stuff was always so curious. Because that's how I, the reason I'm so into NFL football was I was desperately seeking my father's approval. And he was a Cowboys fan? He was a Cowboys fan. I knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And see, that's the thing. It's funny because there was a part of my life where I very, for a very, very brief time, I was like, and now, hey, realize my father, real father, is a piece of shit. Yes. And so I, I very briefly was like, do I get out of this? Because yeah. the only reason I'm in it is because I desperately was seeking his approval. Yeah. But it became a part. It's a part. It's my. Oh, it's sure. what my life is. Right. Yeah. I am a Cowboys fan above everything else. It's just yeah. what. It's my favorite passion yeah. that I have. I love watching, reading, and everything about We're it. We're going to wrap this podcast up pretty shortly because you're rushing home yeah. to get in the Eagles-Cowboys game in about 20 minutes. And which is funny because when this podcast drops, it'll be next. they'll have already played the yeah. Carolina Panthers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So this is really, really odd. But that was the whole reason I got into it yeah. because I desperately wanted his approval. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay. He likes the Cowboys, mm-hmm. so now I need to learn everything about, about the Dallas, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys and more NFL, also NFL football. Yeah. Some of my earliest memories are just on Sundays, I would have a football, and it would just put the game, whatever game was on. It's not like red zone now. No, you whatever just have game whatever game on, of the week, yeah. It, and you would just hope 
The Cowboys were on. You hope they got coverage. They, they which often were. They did. Yeah, they were, they've always been a featured yeah. national team, whether and it's a Sunday night or Monday night spot. I would just throw the, the ball up, yeah. catch it, and watch the games yeah. and would just fall in love with it kind of that way. Yeah. And then if they weren't on, mm-hmm. I would then try sometimes there because we were, when I was growing up, I was yeah. living in, close to Seattle. Seattle sports stations would have NFL games on. Como. So every once in a while, yeah, I would have to Como just listen news. to the Cowboys game. Yeah, yeah. And that was just all yeah. that I could do. Yeah, see, with the NFL stuff, my dad was a bigger uh, hockey fan growing up, so that was kind of the priority in our house. But I remember helping him move our antenna around mm-hmm. back when I was really young. He put me on his shoulders so, so I could climb onto the roof, and I'd go move the antenna for him. And it was usually like, yeah, like Seattle and like Oakland or like the L.A. Raiders. Yeah. Or something in like the 80s, right? It was always them. It was, it was when Seattle was in the AFC West. So I saw a lot of Broncos, a lot of Raiders, a lot of Seahawks. Yeah. The Seahawks were always our team just because of proximity. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And um, and then yeah, about the time about the time Seattle went on their first run to the Super Bowl, like the Sean Alexander, Matt when Hasselbeck, they lost the Steelers. when they lost to Pittsburgh, yeah. was kind of the time where I started doing like taking more than just the casual interest in the Super Bowl once a year and from there forward it's been a bigger part of my yeah. life and then once the fantasy stuff started which I think I'm in my there's one league the first league I ever joined is which is still going they're celebrating their 20th year this year and I've been part of it for 11 so the last 11 years once fantasy became yeah. a larger portion of it it's become yes embedded in my yearly routine when i um lived with you and or worked mm-hmm. with you in squamish that league we entered together mm-hmm. my first ever time doing fantasy football yeah. was yeah. that league with with brian and yeah. trav and that was and, my first league i ever did daddy and the holy rollers that was my very first league <laughs> i ever did so no and, and football from like five years old as you said it was yeah. that's what it was for me yeah. i remember being jacked up by like Remember when they used to do the Pro Bowl? They did the NFL skills competition. Oh, yeah. I would watch those. Oh, oh, it's the best, would, oh still man. the best part of the weekend. I would watch arena football throwing in the, the spring. Throwing, throwing at the moving targets and all that With kind the of thing. chalks that, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the chalk-marked balls and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's great, great stuff, man. Those, those, It's one of those things that whenever it comes to like All-Star weekend or like the Pro Bowl weekends yeah. and stuff, I've learned to just shut up because when I was a kid, I loved that shit. Yeah. And the kids now... Still love yeah. that. The, the skills comp stuff, especially. That's great. That's the best stuff. Yeah. If you're going to go to an all-star weekend, just go to the skills night. Yep. Have then, some fun. Then enjoy the kids the, will usually want to do it in the backyard yeah, after, which, enjoy is, that. which is great. So. Maybe running cone deals and you can scream at them. See. <laughs> so, yeah, yours was not father approval. No. Mine was father approval. Yeah. No, mine, like, the, the Canucks stuff, more so, more so, and the Seahawks, more so. Um, but not the wrestling. But not not the wrestling as much. That, was, that is a totally solo venture that remains mostly a solo yeah, venture that's great. well we'll end on that note we got more questions but we've got more podcasts down the line and if you are listening to this live or when it j- did drop we're finally back together tomorrow back so, tomorrow again brown show your surgery's gone fine that's right all's well yes i had no flight delays that's right i'm home uh-huh everything's perfect that's right and it's tuesday next week that's right and all's right we hope Oof. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you then party people